Hey guys, it's your girl Booney, and you're listening to episode 163 of the Booney Breakdown Podcast, your source for all things responsible and ratchet. Welcome to this week's episode, guys. We are winding down of the season. This is the last episode of 2020. (laughs) And our guest is none other than our problematic fave. Brian is here to close out the year for the Booney Breakdown. We have a ratchet conversation. I mean, that's the only way to put it. (laughs) We take a few listener questions. I give our homie the chance to be... um, He was Kevin Samuels on the podcast before this guy, Kevin Samuels, went viral, right? So he rates me and he rates a fellow listener who asked for Brian to rate her. Okay, let me put that caveat there before y'all come for us. All right. We also share one responsible wish for 2021 and a ratchet wish for 2021. So stick around for that conversation. We're hopping right into the pick of the week. So if you have not watched Pixar's Soul yet, do it right now, okay? Uh, After you listen to this episode, go ahead, go on Disney Plus and watch Soul. Um, I had no idea (laughs) about this movie, what it was about. Um, but I saw KG tweet that it was the best thing that he had watched this year. So I said, all right, let me let me cue this up. Let me use his Disney Plus login and <laughs> watch it. I will agree the the movie was I had no expectations, but it really was a good watch. Um, it really expounded on a lot of deep con- content about your purpose versus passion. And I think one of my biggest um things that resonated for me was that we spend our life so much looking for the big break. And this is going to be my moment that we overlook the small things in life that bring us blessings that give us pleasure that happen to us every single day. And those small blessings and small moments of joy matter so much more than those big moments. And you finally get the moment and you've built it up and it's like, okay, well, life still keeps going on. Um, it, it had me questioning mortality. They touched on reincarnation and chakras and metaphysics. Like it was just really well done. Um, it, it really got me thinking about um, my own passion versus purpose and um, just just how we move about life. It re- I just really did not expect it to hit that hit me the way it did. And there are criticisms about it. I've been reading stuff about it's white supremacy. And I I mean, I'm not going to knock it if that's your feelings. Those aren't any of the takeaways that I had. So I was like, maybe I'm just not woke enough. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that was some people's opinion on it. So let me know if you watched it. I know a few people on Twitter, we were conversing about it. A few people in my DMs on Instagram on Sunday. But if you've watched it, let me know what you thought about it. All right. Housekeeping. First, feedback from episode 162, favorite albums of 2020 with KG. I got so much feedback. Um, about how everyone really it pretty much seemed like Chloe and Haley's album was their album of 2020 um one person said oh my god I didn't know any of the albums that KG said (laughs) um yeah I didn't know a lot of them I had maybe heard songs but I had not listened to the full bodies of work like I said um someone else was like Booney you know you wrong saying that Lizzo is starting her fat girl descent I mean, you heard it here first. Lizzo ain't going to be fat much longer. So 
just just know it's coming. All right. So if you have not listened to episode 162, you can go back and check that out. Also, um, KG and I did a Spotify playlist for our favorite songs of 2020. So those are also linked in these show notes because I don't think I put them. We didn't do that until middle of the week last week. So I'll link them in these show notes. All right. And just so you know, after this episode, there are two episodes left of the Boonie Breakdown season eight. Season nine of the Boonie Breakdown will start Monday, March 1st, okay? And if you listen to this episode, Brian puts me on the record of something that we're gonna do in early 2021, all right? So you need to put all these things on your calendar and hold me accountable because <laughs> I'll, I'll dip out and just not do it. But again, season nine starts Monday, March 1st. So go ahead and put that on your calendars now. Also, Ratcheteer gang, I have to thank you. 2020, um, without doing any live shows, which I was sad about, but we had to be safe this year. But 2020 was the best year ever for the podcast in terms of listens and downloads. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, For an independent podcast where I do all of the work. And when I say all of the work, I mean all of the fucking work. Um, Thank you guys so much for letting me crush my goal this year. Um, I've never had this many downloads in a year for the uh, podcast. So thank you so much. Continue to listen, share it with your friends, um, just whatever you, you hear somebody talking in your group chat about, Ooh, we was sucking dicks. All right, go send them the episode about dick sucking. Oh, your friend says she can't ride dick. Go ahead and send them the episode 145 about how to ride dick. (laughs) We have a topic for everything. Student loans, go ahead and send them episode 50 for student loans. But this is how I continue to grow and I just thank you thank you thank you guys because I could not crush this goal without you I'm without you guys listening and being the great ratcheteer gang that you are so again thank you if you are new here this is your first episode or you've been toying around you only listen when Brian is on the podcast I encourage you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Boonie Breakdown. You can follow us over on Twitter, just Boonie Breakdown, all right? And when you're sharing this episode, be sure to tag us, you know, use the hashtag, the Boonie Breakdown, hashtag pod, N-P-O-D-I-N. I love it when you guys put it in your Insta story and tag us, right? It's so dope. That helps us get the word out even more. So do all of these kind things. It really, I can't even tell you how much that helps me because just let you know, when you guys do that, this is how we get to have our best year ever. So, I appreciate it. If you want to go a step further, you still ain't get me a birthday gift. You want to give me a close out the year gift, a congratulations on having your best year ever. You can write a five-star review. You can leave that over on our Facebook page at The Booney Breakdown, or you can leave it in the Purple app if you listen on any Apple device, iPad, iPod, MacBook, iPhone. You can open the podcast app on your phone. Search for the Booney Breakdown. Select it. Scroll down where it says write a review. Hit those five stars. That's it. You're done. And it takes less than 30 seconds to leave us a five-star review. So I appreciate appreciate all of your support this year. But we're about to close out 2020 with some ratchet. So let's get ready to break it down. All right, guys, it's your girl, Booney, and I'm excited. I feel like the only way to close out 2020 for the Booney Breakdown was to have our problematic fave. Yes, yes, yes. I love when I get the call. <laughs> I feel excited. I feel privileged. I feel like I get to talk my shit, and I got a lot of shit I want to talk. 
Uh oh. <laughs> All right. So how you want to do this? You want to do your questions or you want to get into your shit talking? Um, we can do it all together. I mean, you you started off because I like people to know that this shit is not planned. Like it is, it is not. I literally send him a text or call and be like, "You free to record this week?" <laughs> and it just and it just and then I there. literally send him a link. We hit record. He has no idea what we're gonna say. Sometimes exactly. I don't even know what we're gonna say because I just know we we got good exactly. chemistry, my friend. Yes, we do, and people always say that. That's why. I, and, it comes back to that one question where people always think that how good <laughs> chemistry leads from other things, but we're not going to go there. You know what we're talking about. You know what we're here to do. Let's get into it. <laughs> All right. So I got this one question. It was a very brief question, but I thought it was something. I don't think we've ever talked about this really. And so it was like, Booney and Brian, I need your help. I'm dating a guy. And he let me know that I am not the only girl on his roster. In fact, it is five of us. How can I stand out and be the standout star on his roster? Please help. I love the fact that he just put her (laughs) into a competitive mindset. I know what my answer is, but I'm going to let you go. (laughs) Look, at the end of the day, it's like this. If it's a team of five, everybody has a role. You just have to know your role. So if I have a team of five and I got, you know, a point guard, a shooting guard, a center, and two forwards, small forward, power forward, you got to ask yourself what you want to do. You know, at the end of the day, like, if it's five of y'all, you got to just decide if you're going to be the person who get the rebounds, the person who scored the ball, the person who run the show. So oh, I'm going to ask you something. No- you just said, like, they each play a role. Do you want one trying to stand out? Like, if you already know no. what you have them no, there because- for. That's the thing. That's what I was going to get to. So it's nothing okay. she can really. If she stand out, she becomes the uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? It's like the shining star. So when you pledge in and you online and you start doing stupid shit and you go away from being a team member, like you get called the shining star. So you start to be like doing too much. So what you need to do is just maintain your role. If you want to stay here in a situation with five of y'all, four others, enjoy it. I mean, so here's my thing. I mean, the fact that she wants to be the standout lets me know that she wants more. Like, she wants more. And I feel like, sis, you setting yourself up. Don't be no standout. Go get you a roster. Build you a fucking roster. Shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm I'm happy that he just went hard and just said it's five. Like, at the end of the day, I might have been like, yeah, it's you and another person. Like, I'm not going to be like, it's four more other people. (laughs) See, here's my thing. I operate under the assumption, and I know assumption is terrible, but I operate under the assumption because it's what I do, is that even if we're talking, you're entertaining other people as am I. I might be fucking them, too. You might be fucking them. It is what it is until we have that conversation that we are exclusive. So I don't know. I don't know if I would want to be like, let me take on this project so I can be standout, you know, Miss Pretty Pussy or something. I don't know, like, what, what you're trying to get out of this, but I don't know if it's going to be worth your efforts, sis. The thing is, it sounds like she want to be in a different category and he doesn't want anything. And so what I always tell women is, you know a man's actions by what he's saying that he wants. If I got five people, basically, I'm basically saying that I got one person to do this. <laughs> I got one person to do that. or 
I got one tall, I got one short, I got one dark, I got one light, I got one fat, I got one skinny. <laughs> you get in the you getting all of the things in one. So that's like one of the things where you can't control that. And what are you trying to stand out for? Like you trying to get the other four off the block? That's not gonna happen. Clearly he he wants a variety and yeah, you I'm setting like yourself up. I think she yeah. wasted her time on this one. Because yeah, I, I'm just for? really not putting in energy to be the standout pussy. Right. So it's like, well, what are you competing for? Like, what's your goal? Like, what are, what are you really competing for? That's yeah. that's what you gotta that's what you gotta look in the mirror and ask yourself if you really like this person. And I mean, that's just like your manager say, look, we're about to hire somebody to take over my spot. And there's four other people who we looking at with you. Like, God damn, like, you know. Because <laughs> what like, I'm going to do pissed. in that scenario, which I would probably do in this one, is be like, fuck this job. I'm out. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And, and that's how, and that's probably our personality. Because even when I was, like, in a position where they, like, flew me away to this, like, uh, final job interview when I didn't, wasn't working. So I'm, like, excited. Like, yeah, like, this is it. Like, I just got going there. And I'm going to blow this one motherfucker away. And then I get in there and they're like, well, we, we flew four people in. The fuck you mean you <laughs> flew four people in? Like, this is the final shit. Like, you got to make a fucking decision. You can't, like, yeah, it's ridiculous when it's four people. It's four people. Like, everybody's going to bring something different. Yeah. So it's not, it's not worth me competing against four people. Yes, sis. Yeah. I, I'm going to say pack that up. It sounds like you want a relationship and this nigga is not there. And yeah. he might have told you, he might have honestly told you that it was for other people just because he's not that fucking into you. And he kind of like, well, she leaves, she leaves. Because it could have been like, if you play devil's advocate, he could have, like, she could have been like, so you talk to other people? Yeah, for other people. And she just like <laughs> took the right on the check. Now that you depends. say that, that sounds so egregious. It sounds like something a man would do just to be like, this is my out and I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah, because it might be just the whole point. Like, yeah, like, that's yeah, because I'm going to tell you what, I am not competing off no shit. So I might still fuck them from time to time until. <laughs> but yeah, and, that's, and if that's what you want and that's what you're getting out of it, do that. But don't put yourself in a position. I'm not I'm not even going to go against no other man, but you could say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. <laughs> this one was Damn. real short and I know you're going to say something ignorant. Maybe you me? maybe you'll surprise me because you're in therapy. Um, Brian, how can I get my man to pay my bills? Help. Um, so before he even became your man, you should have already had in your mind that he was willing to provide financial assistance just based off of just him knowing you or you know, y'all having that type of relationship. Um when men are generous, it's usually upfront and you don't have to ask. Um, when you have to ask, that kind of goes against like the whole principles of like us being generous. Like mm. if I see that I'm dealing with somebody and they don't ask for anything, but I give, that's a sign that like I'm generous. When a woman starts to ask, that kind of makes us feel uneasy. So why would you want a man to pay your bills? Uh, can you not afford your bills? Um, what is, what is the purpose of you having him pay your bills? If you're paying him fine, I don't understand what it means to you to, for him to pay your bills. But if you needed help and he ignored your calls for help, then that's another issue. 
Like I feel That's, like yeah, if we dating and you like, damn, like Christmas around the corner, and I can't get little Junebug nothing because I just had to, you know, get my brakes fixed. Yeah, whatever. I get my brakes fixed. Like most men in a relationship with you, are gonna be like, hey, babe, what you need? You know, if I got it, I'm gonna be like, babe, what you need? All right, cool. Because I'm looking out for you. We together. We a couple. If your lights get cut off, I ain't got no wet, no lights on when I come over the fuck. It ain't gonna be no heat. <laughs> so usually nine times out of ten, I'm gonna be a little generous to to make that happen. But um, if you can already pay your bills, what I mean? Why you want somebody to pay your bills? Like I don't get that. that that's weird. Yeah, I don't. That, I never go into any situation expecting or that's my plan to get someone to pay my shit. Like you said, I do have the expectation and I would probably do it for them where if I was in hard times, like, can you spot me this until whenever I I hit you back or not? I don't know. Maybe you'll be like, don't worry about it. (laughs) But I would even still approach it like I'm going to pay you back. But outside of being married, I mean, I just don't have any expectations of somebody paying my bills. Yeah, I just think most men are not looking to be with a woman that they got to financially support. Some people want to be, um, but what about the men who want? Yeah, I'm like, what about the men who like? No, no, no. Sometimes you want to be, you want to be the breadwinner and, um, you know, a provider. Like that's built into my head. Like when I'm in a relationship, I feel like I should be paying bills. Like I always kind of felt like those time periods when I remember being married and I couldn't do it. I felt like I was less than, like because that's all I seen growing up was my father paid every last bill and my mother didn't work so yeah i mean it is but times were different you know what i mean we had this conversation all the time but we do <laughs> y'all can't sit, how y'all can sit still and you know not have a car to go get in while i'm with the car at work or you know sit <laughs> home with the kids and then when we tell you it's only one vacation a year you can't just jump on the girl's trip you be like i'm gonna take my ass to work but the difference Quickly. is like <laughs> I grew up feeling like a man is supposed to provide. And I also still feel that way. Like, I feel like if I'm in a relationship, I'm not coming into the relationship providing. But at a certain point, I'm going to show you that, okay, if we decide that we're going to live together, I'm not living in a house that I can't financially afford by myself to pay the mortgage and the bills. So at the point where I can handle my bills and my mortgage alone, we get together. I'm going to show you like, babe, I got the mortgage. I got the, I got this. I got that. You take the bitch bills, you know, BG. Yeah, you know, yes. I, take that I want shit. utilities. You know, cable. <laughs> like, I might look at you and be like, yo, why the fuck we don't have ESPN? That's your fucking bill? And you going to cut off the motherfucking sports? All right, cool. That's why I'm going to the cigar shop every night. Because you ain't paid a motherfucking bill. But the thing is, it's just like, that's when you get have the conversation about finances and stuff like where, even before y'all live together, because you want to know. But you just don't be like, Yo, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my telephone? <laughs> like, that's crazy. Word of Destiny's Child. I need, yeah, I, I, need I more really context. I need more context. I yeah, I really don't have um yeah, I really don't I don't have no opinion on this because I just I ain't never asked nobody. Now I've had said somebody who listened to me talk about a situation and then just cashed at me, like thank right, you. Right, right, right. Um no, but, we've all done that. We've all done that. Yeah, but I, I've never opened my mouth to be like, hey, can you pay? Blah, blah. All right. Exactly. So, can I have? Yeah, that's different. 
So you know what? You I think you've even shared this picture. Um, I mean that picture, the clip of the the Kappa Kevin Samuels who was going viral. Yes, sir. I knew it was coming. <laughs> ready for this one. I knew it was coming. So I feel like you're Boonie Breakdowns, Kevin Samuels. <laughs> you've you've been there, done that. You do it all the time. Like, yeah, it's nothing new. Like people think, like, oh yeah, you're trolling, and I'm like, no, this is how I be really feeling. No, like, you really this feel. is real shit. Like Kevin ain't says shit. And if so, y'all want to call Kevin gay, that's fine too. But I feel like you're missing the message because you're trying to pick apart the person that's giving it. Like, so here's the thing: before we go into the question that I got. I felt like both clips. I mean, I've seen clips of him going hard on men. I've seen clips of him going hard on women. Um, If you're on Clubhouse, the new app um, that's out right now. I just heard about it like two days ago. Yeah, yeah, it's invite only, iPhone only. He has a room on there where he'll go on and rate. I raised my hand because I, but it's interesting because he doesn't really get a visual because it's just talking, but um, Mm -hmm. he can look at your profile picture or whatever. Or if you have your Instagram linked, he can go to it. But I wanted, I was like, rate me, nigga. Like, I wanted to know what he was going to say, even though I kind of had an idea what he was already going to say. So I actually got a brave soul. Okay, you cannot say the name. I'm going to put a picture up to the camera. They wanted you to do a Kevin Samuels on them, okay? Okay. Before I show... (laughs) Before I show you the picture... They are 34, single, no children. They make $52,000 per year. Okay. They have a side hustle. It is not bringing in, it's bring, it's brought in less than 20,000 this year, but it's growing. And yeah, they have no um, children. They also experienced some weight loss recently. And I think that would, yeah, that's, I'm reading my DM. That is all. Now I'm going to put the picture up. Now let me screenshot it and crop it because your ass will say their name and then I'm I don't know. I don't know. Do I know the person? I don't think you do, but, um, the, the, it was a screenshot from their IG. Okay. So I'm putting the, this is real time reaction people. Okay. He's going to see the picture. Obviously you guys aren't. All right. Okay. So what's the question? So she wanted you to do a Kevin Samuels rating on her. I mean, Real so shit, I, I just got this question. Not even a lot. Okay. So I don't know what the scale is, and I don't know um, his rating system. But so you, you knew was, that one girl he said was average. Right. Okay. And she's average. Um, the girl you just showed, she's average. It was nothing that really jumped off the page at me. Um it was probably two seconds I looked at it. Um, it wasn't anything that just was like, oh, wow, like she sticks out. Like it wasn't anything that was just like, oh, you know, like, man, like who the fuck is that? You know what I mean? And what really boils down to it is, is men. That's what we're looking at. We're looking at the physical. So that's what draws us in. Um, as far as the money she makes, like I said before, men don't really give a fuck about how much money you make. Like, we care to an extent, but not to the extent that it really matters because what we just talked about, a man providing, if I'm going to provide, I'm going to need you to handle lesser bills or smaller things in the house. So the 52000 that she makes and her side hustle, that's cute. 
but it's not really anything that's like, you know, jumping out at me again. Like, you know, would I, you date her? No, no, she's, I'm not gonna say she's not my type. Cause I don't really have a type, but it really wasn't anything that really, you know, jumped out at me. Um, that made me say like, yeah, like, Oh yeah. Who's that? I mean, like I said, for me is always probably going to be 90% physical. Um, All right. Because I, I'm only doing this because one of my listeners did this. Rate me then. (laughs) Well, it's so different. Why is it different? different? Because I know you. I know you. I like, (laughs) like at the end of the day, like I've, you know, we, we have like a whole different like level of respect for each other. Um, We're going to call it respect. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think you probably have a lot to offer from your educational side. I know you make really good money. You want the degrees. They keep me warm at night, nigga. So no, no. So like when he was talking to the other girl and what she had to offer money-wise and stuff like that, I think you make good money. I don't know what you make. But at the end of the day, I think you make good money. I know you got a couple degrees. I know you have, you know, the boonie breakdown. You got a lot of things going for you in that aspect. Um, when we say physical, I mean, you know, cute face, you be popping the lips and stuff like that. And then, you know, you always showing the big, big ass. Um, (laughs) Am I always showing it? That's what you're always doing. Um, you put out a whole (laughs) video of you twerking your ass. Um, it was my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, I mean, it depends what women are trying to attract. And I think what that woman did was put herself in a bind by saying, she don't want to date average men. And she was saying she wanted a different, like an upper echelon of men. And I don't see anything wrong with anybody wanting that. What he was basically saying was, do you know how to attract that person or even find that person? Yeah. Cause I feel like that is a thing, a conversation that um, a lot of single black women have is we're looking for certain things and it's our prerogative to look for them. But the odds ain't always in our favor, right? When Mm -hmm. you start playing the numbers game. And then it's like, I mean, this is, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. I know way more black women who earn six figures than I do black men. That's true. That's And that's true. Like, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with what you said. Um, But, in that situation where women make a certain amount of money, some women are leading with that money and their degrees, and most men are not flattered or impressed by that. So I had on my, when you just said that, it triggered, I had on my podcast um, a dating coach lady, and she was saying that that's one of the exercises that she makes her guests do I mean, her clients do is trying to describe themselves without saying what they do and how much they make. And she was like, she found it very hard for women to do that. They lead with their accomplishments um, versus who they are. And uh, when she said that, I remember when I was talking to some, I had just met somebody and I was like, fuck, I did it. I didn't even realize Mm -hmm. I did it. 
but it was episode 128 if you want to go back and listen to it with Taurus sense um but she was saying like women all black women get stuck there because we work so hard for all these things we have and we think that's going to impress somebody and that's not impressing that nigga <laughs> have y'all have y'all really worked so hard for that like yes is that nigga. Like a thing? I mean, so you don't think we work this hard? Like, you don't think black men feel the same way? Like, I no, feel like if course. we sit down, I... like, I feel like if we sit down and we can bond over our struggle together, we have a better conversation than trying to make it like, oh, I'm a black woman and I've been through this and I've been through that. Like, well, I'm a black man and I've been through the same shit. Like, we face the same challenges at work. We face the same challenges in the world up against police and our communities and our own neighborhoods. We all are fighting for a certain level of respect, but I'm not going to make it seem like because I'm a black man and I've accomplished these things in corporate America or in my own personal business that it puts me in a different level than what you are. And then that's what I feel like some women, some women do that. No, I I do think that is a a hard struggle for some women. And um, I'll say to this point, like, I feel like sometimes um, we've gone so black girl magic build us up that it's hard. I feel like sometimes black men feel forgotten sometimes. I'll say that. And um, we oh. do do I love my sister, you the bomb girl. And uh, yeah. I just feel like when you meeting people, like put all of that shit to the side. Like. You, you know, want to know what like, I really want to know? What you really want to know? What that dick do? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's what it really boils down to. Honestly, like at the end of the day, all of that shit could be so fucking beautiful. Like you got the degrees, you know, you're smart, you know, you got this corporate job, and you worked so hard, and you was the only black person in your class, and you went to law school at Georgetown. But does that pussy get wet? Like, <laughs> I mean... you know, at the end of the day, like at the end of the day, do I got to teach you how to fuck because you've been so focused on your studies? Like, <laughs> that's the shit that I need to know. Like, that's so literally what I want to know. Does the dick still work? Oh my god, I'm so happy because I've just re- recently hit a string of, um, <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> Of older men in their 40s. And I have been very nervous about penis operations as men get older because you read all this shit. I will say we had one little doozy, but the rest have been all right. <laughs> so stay viral, have a good diet, <laughs> and your dick will keep working. You know. <laughs> I don't think, but see, as a 41-year-old man, I don't think it has anything to do with, like, I guess age, I can say, like, it's different, but if I'm turned on, it doesn't matter, period. Like, Oh, I'm glad you said this. So, this is the thing. This is the thing. Like, as men, we know, like, okay, we know, like, there's women that we have been with or deal with that when we walk in a room and the chemistry and certain things are there, we just automatically ready to go. But sometimes it's somebody new, there's like an awkwardness, there's like a whole different level of condoms, shit like that. They just <laughs> fuck everything up. So you might just be like straight up like used to a certain thing. Like I think the biggest and hardest thing for me was coming out of being married and being with the same person for so long, 
is like starting to wear condoms again. Like that's the part that's just like completely different because you're like, I'm used to just fucking raw. So, so I was having pillow talk with someone and we were talking about um, men and aging penises and shit. And he was like, you know what? He was like, nobody tells women this. He's like, but some of y'all be bad at sex too. And the problem why his dick don't work is because he's not turned on. That's true. And I was like, that could be the case for some men. I'm like, some men, their penis is broken and that's, we can do things to fix it. But when he said that, I had never even thought about that. Like, because we put so, well, I'm worried about my motherfucking pleasure. Like, because if I'm going to come, I know I got to, I got to do things to get me there. So, yeah, when he said that, I kind of hurt me a little bit. Not hurt me, but I thought about it like, shit, I wonder if it's ever been a nigga I fucked who was not turned on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's so many different things. Like, it's mental stimulation. It's not all physical. Sometimes you can be just looking at somebody. Look, I didn't see... Oh, damn. Let me just stop. But... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a lot of naked women, put it like that. So I was talking to my buddies, and the guy was like, just a woman getting naked don't do shit. Like, we've all seen a naked woman. Like, we've all seen titties, we've all seen ass, we all seen pussy, whatever. So at the end of the day, there's more to it than that at this point. Like, we got to connect on something that's got to be like the way we kiss each other, the way we touch each other, the way I hear you moan, something that got to trigger me to like be in that space other than just like, like come on you ready like i'm laying right oh, here like i'm gonna ask you the same question i asked him have you ever told a girl to her face what she did was not arousing it wasn't pleasing you it wasn't working like nah, in the moment no nah, i'm not See? i'm not I'm, I'm a savage but at the same time like i always say lover savage i'm more coachable i'm more you know, willing to try, like, make something work. And then after maybe, like, a second try, I'm just not going to fuck with it. I ain't going to try to, like... That seems to be the standard man approach. Because <laughs> you said the same exact thing. He was like, nah, you should just don't fuck with him no more. And I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. It's like, you know, you just be like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't going to waste my time no more. Because maybe somebody else did like it. She said she had a boyfriend. She said she was in a long-term relationship. <laughs> Somebody like the shit, guess what? Like, it's not going to be me. So I'm going to tip one up out of this scenario. And because here's it. the thing, too, for some ladies listening or someone listening who was ghosted by a nigga, and I'm using air quotes on the ghosting, but you fucked a couple times and then y'all never did it again, it might be because your sex wasn't hitting. He wasn't aroused. And, and it had they nothing. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. At the end well, of the day, always. Oh, this he is why I do this boy. fucking podcast. So they learn how to ride dicks and suck dicks and shit. Like, yeah, but they be like, oh, he a fuck up. boy. He did this. He did. like, look at yourself. Come on, sis. Look, at yourself. <laughs> look at yourself, sweetheart. Do you don't think... worry about that, sweetheart? <laughs> <laughs> and I've shared on here before. I had one person, and and he did end up becoming my boyfriend after that. They he told me like. I thought your head game would have been way better. Like you just look like you suck good dick and it's it's mediocre. And I was offended. Like <laughs> then I sucked the shit out that nigga's dick though. Like I just needed that pep talk <laughs> to show him my full capabilities yeah. and he ain't say shit no more. So I was appreciative of him telling me like, bitch, what the fuck is you doing down there? Cause it's not hitting right now. Yeah. And I think what, um, 
like back in the day, like somebody told me, like, oh, you know, you was talking shit about eating pussy. Like it wasn't hitting like that. But what I had to learn and realize at a young age was everything that worked on the last girl is not going to work on the next girl. Mm -hmm. So I think it's more of a conversation of you trying to figure out what, what that turns person them wants. On. Yeah. yeah. And it's, a, it's different levels of maturity that requires conversation. And some people just want to jump in the bed, don't want to talk about what they want. And then it's like, for me, like, if you're not going to like get there and you're not going to come, like, what are we doing this for? Like, mm. this is not like us for me to just sit here and like try to learn your body in, in the dark. Like, you should already know what's going <laughs> to get you. Like, Help me out. Like, tell me in advance if you want me to do something a certain way. Don't have me over here trying all the different methods that I know. If I knew I could have just did A and B versus A, B, C, D. And you also, like, one of the people who don't give no reaction. Like, it's oh, not fun. those are the worst thing. You want the moan and say something. We're not something. laying up in here and not doing <laughs> You got to do something. It's like I need John a fuck, an like, Adrian, a like, uh, something. Yeah, make me like on John Q when she was like, do something. <laughs> I just need to know. You are not laying up in this bed saying nothing. It's not happening up in here. So yeah, that I, need some feedback. Yeah. I had one person like that and it drove me fucking insane. Like you you just <laughs> and they were like if if when they were nothing, like turn their head and like or bury it in a pillow. Like, it must have been some shame around the sex there. Um. Yeah, and that's what, <laughs> look, in the part that get me when stuff like that happened, I instantly always think, like, something happened to them as a kid. <laughs> and I don't know why. Like, I just started thinking, like, oh, well, you know what? It's not her fault. Like, it's her yeah, I was like, fault. It's definitely <laughs> some shame because he would always, like, bury his face or hide or... I'm like, nigga. Yeah, get over yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. did not plan to do that, but you took it there. Um, <laughs> I was having this conversation. Do you think it's a difference between an actual somebody who is actually in the role of a fuck buddy versus somebody you just fucking time to time? You're really thinking. So somebody who's in the role. Yeah, this is like in the I'm role like, as a fuck buddy. You're you're my fuck buddy, and then you just got somebody like we just fuck right now, then. Because somebody was trying to argue me down that there were it was a difference. I feel like it's the same thing. That's how but, I felt. Yeah, I feel like it's the same thing. Like I don't get what the difference is. I mean, if I just fuck you from time to time, you my fuck buddy. If if you my fuck buddy, I fuck you from time to time. Like, what's the difference? Okay, I'm not crazy because... But I did say this. I thought it was a difference between... Because we always hear this thing, like, when women get married, they get in a relationship, the sex change. I do think it's a difference between fuck buddy dick and boyfriend dick. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I feel think like fuck buddies is... are way nastier than boyfriends. <laughs> Well, that's different. That's that, I, I disagree. You do? Yeah. I, 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 mean, I guess I don't keep him around long enough for him to be my boyfriend. From a man's standpoint, I feel like once you mine, I'm really like want to be uninhibited because I like really kind of have an idea or think I know what you do. Well, I think you just for me. So that's completely different at that point. Um, 
as your fuck buddy, I might be nasty, but in the back of my mind, some days I'm like, damn, like, <laughs> I hope I'm not playing cleanup. <laughs> Sometimes you just get distracted and you got to get that out your head. But, not clean you know, up, it's though. just one of those things. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, damn, <laughs> like, I'm just going face first on her ass. I ain't seen her in three weeks. <laughs> fuck you been at? What you been doing? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, I don't it's know. Just, it's, the relationship sex to me is always going to be more intense. It's going to be, I'm a, I'm a lover savage. I'm a, like, I'm a. That's your style. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just a little bit more intimate. So I feel like. That's kind of shocking. In that moment. I am. I mean, I look, I was. I've never talking, fucked talking you, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm just shocked I'm to hear that to you're intimate. I was talking to somebody today and I was like, yo, I really honestly feel like anybody i dealt with i never really just completely disrespected like not on like not on no bedroom type shit or nothing like that like he, she could have been like the wildest freak dude already put me down like oh she a hoe she does that she gonna do this she gonna do that <laughs> she come through guess what i'm still gonna wild her out but i'm gonna walk her to her car i might hold her hand across the street i'm gonna open that door i'm gonna kiss her on the forehead and i'm gonna be like you know let me know when you get home that's just how i was raised at the end of the day like i'm a good person so I don't care how much of a hoe you are. I might not never call you again. But that last call, you just let me know you <laughs> made the, it at home. That's that was, the last summary. Oh, he walked me to my car. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I'm always like leave it on a good note because I'm not like out here to just try to like just trash people. So even in the situation that once now we in a relationship, like now it's time to take it to a whole nother level of intimacy past us just fucking. Like now I'm trying to, that's when I'm trying to really like take your soul and like snatch the shit and like put it somewhere in the closet where you can't reach. It's very possessive. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, that's what fucking Marlene told me. My fucking therapist was like, you're fucking, you have fucking control. <laughs> <laughs> I like control, this therapist. Control and ego. And I was like, okay. All right. So what you saying? Like, I'm cool with that. Seems very accurate. Kudos to your therapist. I'm cool with that. Like, I was just like, all right, the fuck? Who the fuck ain't playing for keeps? I'm playing for keeps out this bitch. I'm playing to win. <laughs> I am competitive. I don't ever want nobody to be sitting around in no fucking sleepover, 40 years old with pajamas on and a high-end suite talking about, oh, and then nigga Brian. Oh, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> nope. You got no press. I don't have time to just do shit halfway. I got to earn my reputation and keep so your dick safe. got a good press kit you got yeah, good press definitely. on your dick yeah i mean like i always say you know ask about me y'all know <laughs> i would do that and talk to boonie tuesday i'm gonna put it up and i'm gonna be like if you have fucked brian <laughs> let me know a rating of his dick was it 10 out of 10 would recommend one what? out of 10 ghetto keep going Look, you'd be surprised. So they probably not even gonna respond to you. Look, they probably won't. My the, my whole facts is very secret. You can't ask nobody about this pussy. And that's how I feel. Like I feel like you know what? People might be like, oh, you know what? I've had chicks <laughs> tell me like Brian, you know, I like you and this and that, but you give me these vibes like you for the streets, and I'm like, <laughs> well, if you're gonna say I'm for the streets. Can you like name like two people I've slept with? And they can't. 
like a lot of times they'd be like, oh, you know, I remember you was with the one girl. That was my <laughs> girlfriend. Okay. Like whole shit is supposed to be like, I was all over the place. Mm-hmm. So like, if you can't like identify like people in your friend circle, people in the, you know, social world that we live in, you kind of stuck. So it's like, I'm very discreet about my shit. Like I would just tell, like, tell somebody. Me too. I don't even want to go places where I see other people when I go out. If I'm out eating with you, like we out eating, that's it. Like, I don't want to <laughs> go to see everybody. Like when you was younger, you like go in. Yeah. What's up? Yo, oh, what's up? Boop, 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 when I was there. Now I'm like, ah, they here. Like, I don't want to look at them and be like, hey, Boonie. Hey, guys. Oh, they go Brian. He on a date. Like, I just wanted to be chill. And then the thing is, it was more like I was saying to the person, I'm more interested in not knowing that, like, it's not a guy there that I know. I feel like men worse than women. So it's like the first thing a dude to do is be like, oh, yeah, I seen him out with such and such. Or <laughs> I seen him. He was out with somebody the other day. Like, women, they might just mind their business. Like, I done been out with a woman. I haven't been out with a woman. And seen a woman I know, and then a woman be like, "Oh, you must be single because you you ain't with such and such no more." And I'd be like, "No, nah. And they'd be like, "Oh, well, when we going out? Like a woman to just straight shoot a shot off of seeing you out with somebody else." But dude, because then it was like, "Oh, he took her there. <laughs> I want him to take me there." I don't go to no expensive places, so they ain't gonna. We say know that you snowballing. Nah, it ain't even that. Like I like. Sounded gross. I, I like. I like chains. I like non-chain spots. So, like, I wouldn't even throw no names out there because then y'all going to be all up in my spots. But if I go to take a friend out, we going to somewhere that's off the beaten path or it's somewhere chill. And people might be like, oh, I know that spot. But it's just like, are you going to be there on a Tuesday? Are you going to be there on a Friday <laughs> at 7? I don't know because it's not no hot spot. But at the same time, it's chill. The food is good. The ambiance is good. It's low key. I ain't got to worry about parking. I get in and get out. But at the same time, you're not going to feel like I took you to this hole in the wall that was like out Falston. Like, <laughs> come on. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. Creeping, creeping. Um, yeah, that's that's a whole nother level. So 2020, when this episode drops, it's like three days left in 2020. Mm. Did you have a good year? I did. I had a great year. Um, I'm uh, in, as far as I'm concerned, I think I had it. I think I'm still COVID free. Um, so that's a blessing. Um, you know, looking back on it, it was a lot of lessons learned, a lot of things that we took for granted. You know, you had to kind of appreciate and start to cherish. Um, a lot of things were taken away from us that we that was like was always going to be there. We thought we could always just jump on a plane mm-hmm. and go travel and do this and do that. Um, like I said, I was able to save, I was able to just catch up on a lot of things and get back to some places that I wanted to be financially and still have those goals in front of me. Um, I started the Baltimore bikers. Um, so that bike group was like big for me in 2020. Um, it was an outlet, but it turned into an opportunity for me to potentially, um, you know, turn it into a nonprofit focusing on health and wellness in the black community through cycling. Um, it gave me another way to like have an outlet to, you know, work out and do things differently than just going and lifting weights. So Look at Brian, uh, there's a lot of, yeah, but you know, Look at your that's, the thing. that's the thing, Booney. That's the thing. Let me tell you, like 
when do when women want to come out to eat and they want to talk about their resume and all this other stuff, like I'd be like, look, I don't want to have to shit on you. I do a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I'd rather them just think like it's just the Brian from the internet who posts crazy shit on Wednesdays and oh, you know, I think he owned a creative culture business. That's cool. But I don't really want to have to run this shit down on you. Like I really don't want to have to like let you know like I'm really about that. So I That's fair as fuck to me. Yeah, I just be chilling. But at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, if you do your homework on anybody you want to deal with, you're going to know the shit you need to know. And then when you know, you're going to learn, like, okay, yeah, he, he about his business. Like, I'm not the next Sean Puffy Combs or I'm not Jay-Z billionaire. But at the same, I handle my business. I got a lot of good shit that I'm involved in. And I don't like to toot my own horn, but... Toot, toot, motherfucker. Go ahead. I'm stamped out here. I'm stamped. Okay. So what is one responsible wish for 2021? One responsible wish for 2021. Um, I just hope that we can get through um, this pandemic um, without anybody else I know passing away. Um, If we can be a little bit more comfortable with some of the things that's being taken away, and just accept it as it's for the best and not complain about it. Not like, you know, keep bashing people who are in the public sector. These people don't make these decisions by themselves. They're being pushed. Like people was like calling Brandon out his first day and saying, but look, everybody else fall, fell right in line. So yeah. Right. So it's like, now do you become, you was ahead of your time and you made the right decisions earlier or was like what people admit that they're wrong that's basically what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and the thing is when you have the health department and these people getting statistical statistics and data from other places like they're making a decision based on what they feel is best for everybody not you so because you're 35 years old and you only never got sick and you feel like you would take corona and put it in the corner of the ring and beat it up and you're gonna walk (laughs) out that's not what they're thinking about they're thinking about all of the residents in Baltimore City who are like living in vulnerable, poverty, yes, really vulnerable, like diabetes, high blood pressure, don't go to the doctors, not on medication, don't have health care. Those are the people who were just falling out in the street because they boom, nobody even knew that they were sick. They didn't know they were sick. Like they already living in some fucked up places. So those are the things. That's the one responsible wish that I would have. Okay, my responsible wish is something similar, but I just wish that we could all have a little more um, compassion for others. Um, I feel like we, especially in America, we're very I, 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 me, I need to do this, I want to do this. But I feel like right now we're in a moment where it's the greater good. (laughs) And so we have to move as a whole for a little bit to... Because I feel like 2021 is about to be more of 2020. So um, oh, if, yeah, y'all, definitely. if y'all would just sit the fuck down for a little bit, maybe we can save 2022. Um, and then... I, yeah, it's, that's big because I think what you're saying is 100% right. Like, this shit is not going anywhere. <laughs> and, and if you think that, like, the year is going to turn the calendar and boom, you back on a plane, like, no, that's not happening. Yeah, I said that shit, like, two episodes ago. I was just like, you know... I really don't want people thinking come January 1st, this <laughs> magic wand is going to make everything better. Um, yeah. 
All right, what's your ratchet wish for 2021? Oh, my ratchet wish. My ratchet wish is that when this shit is over, we have nonstop fucking cookouts and <laughs> and get-togethers. And as soon as it's over, like, the weather breaks. And when you look up, it's like your calendar is just full. Like, yo, we got Soul Beach in Aruba. We got, <laughs> you know, cookout over here. Brian's having a cookout. Girl, come on, get your lawn chair. We just going to smoke cigars, drink, whatever the fuck. End up in the boom, boom room. Whatever. Like, that's my ratchet wish is that when we come out of this, everybody's able to party, have a good time peacefully and just just go into just living life and uh, having a different appreciation for it and not being on like no stuck up bullshit and just coming out and having a great time. You know, we're, we are aligned again, my friend. I think my ratchet wish is an abundance of dick and orgasms, pussy if you <laughs> like it, an abundance of parties, <laughs> liquor, trips. I want all that shit. I'm making up for all of this time. <laughs> she is so crazy. Oh my God. I do. Like, I feel like I was really ready to, I mean, and I know you always say like, when don't you have a whole year? I thought this was going to be a good whole year. And I was just really stifled to one penis. <laughs> There's nothing wrong. Now, with it that. was good dick. Don't get me wrong. It was good. That's Wait the whole a minute, thing. it might have like, been two. I was stifled to two. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So that, that that's that's the whole thing. Like, you want to just make sure whatever you're doing is good. Like, anything other than, like, don't settle for anything less than good. Like, if you, like, even the girl who want to be on the, the team of well, four others, like, at that point, you got to feel like this shit is good because you're sharing it. Like, look, she definitely got to be good or be good at it or something because this shit. <laughs> I mean, she's not that good at it because if she's that good at it, I might not tell her like it's for other people. I might be like, they ain't really none of your business. But right now we just need to focus on me and you. And she'd be like, OK, <laughs> like, but yeah, that's hey, I applaud that brother. I, I really think he was just trying to get up out of there for real. Well, I'm glad you said that to her so she can take all of this information and analyze it on her own and do with it what she wishes. So, Yeah, and I didn't really even get to go in on the Kevin Sampson stuff because we was talking about that, you know, you threw the uh, wild card in there with the other females and stuff. <laughs> but I was on a podcast last week and um, I was saying that women try so hard sometimes when they go out that they make themselves unapproachable. So, like, it's nice that you got Louis bag and you got, you know, Gucci bags and bread bottoms and stuff like that. But if you go into the bar, at least smile, be approachable. Don't just <laughs> sit your expensive bag on the counter and you, you know, you got just the little nails with your crystals on them and your lashes popping. And then every time a guy look over at you, you like look away or you in your phone. Like that's why you don't meet nobody because you turning it off. Then when you got the one dude with the loud Gucci t-shirt on and the Gucci belt and he all like, you know, buying you drinks and you like, all I do is attract drug dealers. Cause like at the end of the day, like <laughs> niggas who got something to offer is not willing to deal with your bullshit. Like I look at you and I'm like, she a fucking headache. She look fucking expensive as fuck. Like she, you know, sipping on that same martini waiting for somebody to buy a drink. But then when you buy a drink, he ain't even give you no conversation back. So it's like, fuck her. 
You know, I'd rather go talk to a chick who looks a little less all made up to like really just be like on some chill shit. Like, all right, cool. Like these chicks be just doing too much sometimes, and then they be wondering why they single. Like that's why you're single. All right, bitches. So in 2021, sit at the bar, smile, put your phone away, and attract some. Yeah, and you can have you can have designer, you can have nice shit, but don't let that be your lead. Like, don't that like try to make that to be like that's what you all about. Like, just be regular. Like, chill. You can dress nice without trying to. Look at me. I, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> to the bag. I'm getting to the bag. Because most of the chicks will be getting to the bag. Be Some of them dressed up bums. They spending all of their money. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know so many women who appear like they got their shit together. And then when you get down to the core of it, like they fucked up. And they right. always complete. Look, so now it's my turn to do this, the, the inverse it is. I was just it. saying. Oh, I'll, say I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Say it's it. What I'm saying. There's a lot of men who giving off the appearance, and that's why women have to stop going for the man who dressed so slick, got the slick haircut, and always, he'll he fresh, and all his Instagram poses <laughs> and posters look like he, you know, in a magazine or something like that. He's covering up for something. So at the end of the day, like, you might need to do a little bit more low-key, you know, got a beard with a little gray in it, you know, early 40s, quiet, but loud. All right, pay me you for know. your uh, your Bumble ad. The other thing I was going to say, too, <laughs> is... I'm not uh, on any of them sites. None. <laughs> Zero. I, I wouldn't I was be surprised say- if you built a profile for me and I just started getting fucking emails like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Yo, I should do that. I'm going to set one up no, for you, you and catfish no, people. <laughs> no, don't do that. I am a catfish with Brian's. Um, <laughs> you should not have given me that because right now it ain't nothing but time. I'm bored. I should be seeing what bitches was respond to men on apps. Mm, mm, mm. all right brian any final words for 2020 oh man um big rest in peace shout out to my guy buster that we just buried um oh, yeah that was you know 2020 we had some wins we had some l's and i mean that's life you know what i mean like um one of the things i learned in counseling was like your grief is not based on how much you cry or how many tears you shed. You don't have to be like all super emotional. Like you can still live life and still grieve. So that's where I'm at with it. Like I'm definitely trying to keep pushing forward and at the same time still recognize and respect and honor those that have left this life. So my final words is we just have to keep living and doing the shit to the fullest. If you, if this don't have your attention that you shouldn't be leaving anything on the table right now, like you're missing the mark. Like you're t- complaining about what you don't have, but while you're complaining about what you don't have or what you can't do, you should be thinking about what your next move going to be when shit open up or trying to yes. figure out a way to do something that is uh, Corona proof. Like when I talk to my daughter who's in cosmetology school at 15 i'm telling her like you know what do you do like should you have a winnebago should you have a sprinter van that you're doing nails in should you be prepared that if they shut down these services you can, can you get to operate. your clients 
in a safe and sanitized and secure manner? Should you be popping up, sitting outside Social Security, ready to wax everybody on their lunch break? Like, that's the type of mentality you got to have moving forward instead of thinking, like, I'm going to get a booth or I'm going to get a, you know, a suite at the salon suites and then I'm going to be set for life. No, you got to think bigger than that. So that's where people got to be with that mentality. Well, I think that is the perfect way to end on. So, uh, happy new year, Brian. <laughs> happy new year. Um, you know, and enjoy. hopefully look, I'm going to, I'm going to plug this now. So I'm committed to doing it. I just did not feel like doing anything this year. Um, but Brian and I are going to do something virtually for sure. Um, because yeah, <laughs> I'm I not even going to pretend that we're going to be outside next year. So if we happen to get there, wonderful, but we'll do something fun. Um, I got a, I got a proposal. Uh Oh, Valentine's day. You're reading the my Valentine's mind. Day, the Valentine's day episode that we always do, always do. We go live early, right before Valentine's Day. We can take your questions, the same silly question we get every year. What should I get him? (laughs) What does a man want? Like, you know, that shit. We can do that shit live so I can really be raw and rare form and, you know, maybe even see some of y'all names when y'all type that shit in. Or you can send the boonies DM or send, like, to a safe, secure place so we don't, you know, you right there and we listening. But we're going to have some fun with it. We can even like let some people in on our live. No, I, I think, think we're be- definitely. You're already reading my mind because the podcast. Because I, I, I took a longer break in the middle of this year that mm-hmm. this season is lapping into next year. So my break, we're on break for Valentine's Day. So my thought was, we'll do our live show on Valentine's Day. Yeah, Get let's do it before. Day. Let's do it before Valentine's Day. I got Not you on Valentine's Day because right. I know you probably be busy. Uh, <laughs> no, let me stop. <laughs> hey, if y'all can see the way she put her mouth around that microphone, Jeez. all right, bye, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye, bye. All right, guys, that is it for the Boonie Breakdown episode uh, 163 with our problematic fave, Brian. Yes, I will do some type of live situation for him since we're going to be on hiatus for Valentine's Day. and We normally do our special, so we definitely will do a live where we can interact with you. So please stay tuned uh, for those directions. Give your girl a little time to have a break, put it together. You know, I can't do shit half-ass, all right? And as we are moving into 2021 if you're listening to this on december 28th there are a handful of days left uh for this year 2020 has been super trying it has been a challenging year it has been a difficult year in mass but i hope that you were able to have some good spots some bright spots for me it was still a very good year it was the year i did not know that i needed but i am ready to level up in 2021 and so i ask and i implore you all to do what you need to do to map out your visions map out your goals i am personally a vision boarder so i will be doing my vision board um sometime this week before the first of the year to kind of have my visualization for 2021 and beyond um so i encourage you to do that do what you need to do to get your uh your piece of the pie right in 2021 uh i felt like 
God willing, we'll be on the other side of this COVID bullshit. Um, This is, you know, this has been a very difficult and trying time. And I think we all could use some more positivity and light in everything that we do. So let's get ready to just crush 2021, make it the best year that we can, even if we're still living within some limitations of what we can and cannot do. But that should not stop you from having the life that you want. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, I encourage you to listen and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or any app that you listen to your favorites on. Don't forget to leave those reviews too, guys. Really, really, really five stars. You might just hear your review on the next episode. Follow us on all social media. Share the episode with those you love, those you don't love, those you fucking hate. Don't make these pretty images for nothing. Okay. Have a dope ass week. Stay healthy, safe, and sane. Thank you for listening. And remember, the ratchet in me always honors the ratchet in you. Hold my stay. Happy New Year.